The following is another KKPR Sports presentation. KKPR Sports and 98.9 The Vibe present High School Wrestling. High School Wrestling is brought to you by the Vibe Sports Club. We'll take you live to all the action right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from Gibbon. It is time for the 2023 Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Championships. Doug Duda joined again today by the Hall of Famer, Derry Trappy, as we get ready to crown 14 champions. And we don't say new ones because we got a chance for a few to be repeat champions, and even a couple of them maybe two years ago were in the finals. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We're winding down the junior varsity, or not the junior varsity, but the consolation right. semis. <laughs> kind of what we would call the heartbreak round in uh, some other places later on this season. But this yeah. is to get in for third and fourth. Plus, we will have a couple of girls' matches, uh, the championship matches. So we will have three mats going when the finals get started here in just a little bit. We'll have the girls on the middle mat, and then they will run them as quick as they can for the championships and third and fourth. And it looks like we're also going to have a battle for the team race, Derry, because well, really, this hasn't been the case for a number of years. Right. Uh, we got a chance here to get deep into the championship round before this thing is decided, and it looks like it's going to come down to St. Paul and Ord with Central City right now just far enough back in third, although they got some hammers in the finals. Right, and I think that'll be the key for everybody is how they do in the finals when they come into the finals and what matches they pick up and where they're at. I think St. Paul and Ord go head-to-head a couple different times in there, which will be a big matchup for both teams there. St. Paul has a lot of depth, and that's paying off for them. They're going to come back in the consolation round, score a lot of points to make up here. It'll just be interesting to see how those teams fare and how Central City fares. A lot of this is going to come down to bonus points and pins in this last round. Yeah, you always <laughs> think, hey, it's the, what's there in the championship? There's going to be points put up there in the third and fourth place matches as well. Well, we've been here most of the day. You've been here since the opening match. I've been here since the semifinals at least, and we've got to see a lot of wrestling. Let's kind of catch people up on where we're at. Most of the top two seeds, and again, there's only nine teams in the Lou Platt Conference, so the odds of there being a whole bunch of folks that are state-rated or right. uh, could be some battles, and, and heavyweight was definitely one of those here. you got a defending state champion that will not be in the finals today, and Quade Peterson, maybe that's the big story. Thomas Pesota actually pinned him in the first period. Last year, Bridger Rice got upset at the state tournament, and Quade came through and went all the way with an ultimate tiebreaker, got into the finals, and was a state champion, but you've got the top two rated wrestlers in Class C at heavyweight, and then Pesota's number two in Class D. Yeah. That's by far the toughest bracket here. Yeah, that that is, that is you know, and, and those three guys make that bracket tough. I mean, they've been wrestling well all year and have been wrestling really well. It'll be an interesting match between Pesota and Rice. I think last time they wrestled, it was a two or three point match, and uh, Peterson you know, he's just dangerous at any time. And uh, Pesota got him today, got him on his back, and, and went to work from there. And that's the thing. And at that at that weight class, there's pins can happen at any time from anybody. And it can also be 1-1 one, one matches all the way through. So it's always going to be kind of exciting to see how that finishes up. Just depends on who brings their A game to this finals round. And, Terry, you were telling me just to talk a little bit more about Quaid there. 
I believe he already has wins against the number one and number two ranked wrestlers in Class B this year. Yeah, yeah, he's beaten uh, at that, uh, what, a week or so ago at, at Orr. We had a triangle with Aurora and St. Paul, and and uh, Peterson beat uh, Tad Allen, you know, pretty handily. I mean, he, he wound up pinning him, but he was ahead before he pinned him, and he's also beaten Victor Eiley, who's ranked second in state, and Victor Eiley, that's both of Rice's losses are to him. So some quality heavyweights right here in the central part of the state, so it it's not an easy road for anybody to go through there. A couple of our upsets occurred at 170 and at 182 pounds uh, earlier today. And maybe the biggest upset was at 170 because we were talking with Cody Benj uh, yesterday on our Doug and Daddy show about his Gibbon team and Creighton Rockefeller, probably him and Robin Colbert for sure, are the two best wrestlers. They've got seven freshmen. But Rockefeller got upset in the opening round today, and that has allowed Sam King from Ravenna to move in against Hunter Meyer from Ord. And then at 182 pounds, uh, you had Evan Thompson aboard, upset the number two seed, and Ikea Edrin of Wood River in the opening round. So it wasn't even necessarily semifinals matches, Derry. We had a couple upsets right away this morning. Yeah, a lot of upsets early in the meet, and, and that's kind of the way it goes when you get to this point. There's going to be some upsets and, and some tight matches that work through there. And, and uh, you know, I look at that 182-pound weight class. There's a lot of a lot of even records all the way through in that weight class. So it was ripe for some upsets to be set in there. But uh, you know, Ikea Edgerton, 23 and seven. That's kind of a big upset for that to happen to him right away this morning. And and uh, same thing with Rockefeller. First round match. I mean, that was a, a 25 and five and 16 and 17. And he just got caught on his back and, and uh, didn't come back off. And so. You know, uh, give credit to uh, Flores from Wood River because he's worked his way all the way back through to third and fourth, and him and Rockefeller will be able to wrestle again this afternoon, uh, maybe settle the score, or maybe prove, he, prove it was no fluke. So that's kind of what happens in these matches. Well, we're just finishing up our consolation matches. We will let you know who's in the championships. You are listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show from the Luplak Conference Wrestling Tournament. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. 
Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Gibbon High School. Uh, as always, a, a big thank you to the uh, athletic director and crew here, as always, for their hospitality as we bring you Jeff Montgomery, by the way, the AD, yep. and the Fuchs here at, at Gibbon. Uh, coach Bisbee uh, does so much work here still, even though he's not the head coach. He's uh, part of the program still, and uh, they're getting ready to get to the face-off here. So let's go ahead and do our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And here's what we've got for you. At 106 pounds, Jace Martin of Wood River. He'll come in with a one-loss record as a freshman. He only Some of these guys got buys in the first round, yep. but he was able to get two batches in, so he'll be 32-1 and one against Lane Baker of St. Paul. Martin is ranked sixth in the state. We'll be using the Husker Matt rankings, and Baker is ranked tenth. At 113 pounds, Derek Ruziska of St. Paul, who was the conference champion at 106 last year, will take on Dylan Lovejoy of Central City, who was third at 113. At 120 pounds, Central City's Parker Zickman will take on Zach Berkey of Donovan Trumbull. Berkey was the conference champion at 113 last year. At 126 pounds, it'll be Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna against David Molina of Gibbon. Here's a rarity for you. Molina actually wrestled 132 at conference last year and finished fourth. He's down to 126. At 132 pounds, one of the better wrestlers here today will be undefeated Tristan Burbach of Central City. He won conference last year at 132. He was the state runner-up at 126 pounds. And he'll be taking on Caleb Baker of St. Paul. This is a kid that uh, won state championship. One of the biggest upsets we've ever seen in the, all the years that I've been yep. covering, that you've been around. He went in as a four seed, barely got in out of the district that we covered. I think that was a snowstorm in Valentine we were at. He got fourth. So that gets him in a four-seeded state. He goes and wins the state tournament. Last year, he ended up finishing sixth at 126. He was the runner-up here at 126. This year, he is ranked third at 132 against number one, Tristan Burbach. He'll always have that story, too. Yes, Barry. yes. That was that was probably one of the more impressive runs I've seen in a state meet was the way, because he didn't just win matches on flukes. He was winning nope. 11-0, 12-0. I mean, he was beating people badly all the way through that state tournament. That was that COVID-shortened year, but it was an impressive run. It really was. <clears throat> at 100. 38 pounds, Carter Jasnock of Ravenna. They're the only Class D school uh, that is here at the uh, Class C heavy Luplat Conference. He's ranked 10th in D. He finished 3rd here at the conference last year at 132 pounds. He's the top seed at 138. He'll take on Zayden Delgado of Donovan Trouble. One of the featured matches here today will be at 145 pounds. This is a rematch of last year's conference final. Owen Sack of St. Paul ranked 6th in the state against Brendan Boyce of Ord, ranked 10th in the state. Sack won the a conference title last year uh, with a fairly quick pin uh, over boys. At 152 pounds, Alex Meineke of St. Paul will take on Hayden Cluthy of Ord. At 160 pounds, Bryce Coons of Central City ranks seventh in the state. He's third at 152. We'll take on Quentin Morris of Centura, who was fourth at 152 last year. At 170 pounds, Hunter Meyer of Ord ranks seventh in the state. He was fourth here at conference last year against Sam King of Ravenna. At 182 pounds, defending conference champion Roman Colbert of Gibbon. He's ranked seventh. Again, he didn't start wrestling this year until the Amherst Invitational because of a football injury, and he'll take on Evan Thompson 
of Ord. At 195 pounds, maybe the best wrestler here today is Ryan Gabriel of Ord. Him and Burbach would have an argument, and probably Rice and Pesoto all could go in there. Gabriel, the defending state champion at 195, the defending conference champion at 195, did get knocked off earlier this year, so he's currently ranked third. He'll take on Tyson Breckner of Donovan Trouble. At 220 pounds, Sam Betcher of Ord, who was fourth here at conference at 182 last year, has moved up two weight classes. He'll take on Riley Levine of Central City, who was fourth last year in the conference at 220. And then the heavyweights, Bridger Rice of Ord. He won conference last year over Pasota. There's another rematch for you. Uh, Pasota is ranked second in D. Rice, number one in C. Pasota finished fourth last year at the uh, state meet, and uh, Bridger Rice got knocked off uh, in the uh, state meet last year as well. So we've got some good ones, but 32-45 heavyweight should be the three highlighted weight classes here today. And those are our championship matchups. We'll also keep you up to date on third and fourth and what's going on with the ladies as well. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, as we return to Gibbon in a moment. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Doug Duda and Derry Trampy back with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Derry, I got a lot of information from our area coaches. Probably the big injury here today, and there's a couple of them, but Riley Waddington of Wood River was not able to wrestle today. He re-tweaked an injury in practice on Tuesday. His dad and coach Darren wasn't sure, and he did not go today. And that's probably the wise thing this time of year. If you're if you're not sure, it's just too close to districts to take a chance and have something be gone for the rest of the year. So I think that's a wise decision on their part. Uh, you know, Riley's been wrestling really well for him this year and was probably the favorite to win his weight class. I don't know if there would be anybody that would be able to wrestle with him or not. He's been wrestling extremely well this year. So 
and, you know, it's tough for him, but I hope he gets healed up and is ready to go by the time we get to districts. Yeah, defending conference champion. They've also lost their 113-pounder since uh, Christmas. You take a look at some of the other guys, uh, even at St. Paul, who's going to be right in there. Austin Ashton Meineke, who would have been a stud at 182, tore his ACL in football and has not been able to wrestle. Cody Kushak at 195, same thing. A shoulder injury in football has not been able to go. Ryder Anderson, their 170-pounder, is out. And Derry, to be quite honest, if this comes down to very close, probably losing their 82 and 95-pounder because yeah. they'd have been in, if not champs, they'd have been picking yeah, up a ton of points. they'd have been right in there, and they'd been in the battle for those things. That's a big loss for them coming into this tournament. For Gibbon, uh, they've just been getting some of their guys back. We talked about Robin Colbert coming back at Amherst. Uh, their 60-pounder, Jesus Hernandez, just getting back. And so they are uh, trying to get through here uh, with their younger Gibbon team with seven freshmen. And for the Chanticleers of Ordinary, this is where we can talk about the ladies. Unfortunately, Corin yeah. Klein uh, is not here. Right. She, uh, I guess, this is my last Monday in a match with uh, defending state champion Zamora from South Sioux City and sudden victory overtime. She got taken down, came down on her shoulder and wound up with a broken collarbone, which takes her out for the year, which is too bad. She's one of state-rated wrestlers at 135 and, and has really been wrestling well. So it's kind of a tough break for her. Uh, you know, like all these kids are pretty good about understanding what life is all about and understanding there's more to it than just winning wrestling matches. And she has a good attitude about it. But it's just a shame for kids when they're hurt like that and, and they're unable to go. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. We're about ready to get it going. The Lou Platt Conference Championships are coming up next. The Clippers happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery. Our towns, our people. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. Litchfield. 
You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark here. Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer, a longtime supporter of high school sports. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, we're about ready to get it underway. Chase Martin of Wood River, Lane Baker of St. Paul. Let's take a look at the team scores before we get things rolling here for you. In eighth place, it's a tie between Centura and Arcadia Loop City with 25 points. Wood River is seventh with 47 and a half. Donovan Trouble is sixth with 64. Gibbon is fifth with 76 and a half. With 97 points in fourth is Ravenna. Central City is third with 111 and a half. Ord is second with 129 and St. Paul has 136 and a half. We'll have our first match next. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska, Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time, quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. Well, they're ready to take the mat. We also have basketball going on today on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Catholic is taking on Aquinas. It is Carney Catholic leading in the boys' game at the half, 24-18. On News Channel Nebraska Television, Adam Central is hosting Grand Island Central Catholic, and that is also underway. All right, Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, ready to get things going as the athletes are taking the mat, the third-place mat. Match at 106 will be Arcadia Loop City freshman Christopher Allen against Dalton Lovejoy of uh, Central City. Uh, Dalton uh, placed here last year as well. And then we will have the ladies going as well. And we will keep you up to date. on. And, again, we won't necessarily have somebody at every weight class because that's not the way it played out. But it's the first time the girls and boys have been on the conference tournament together. Right. And I think it's a good thing for the conference to be able to get both of them in there and get both matches going, give the girls a chance to show off what they can do as well. We got our first finals match here at 110 with Guerrero of Wood River and Baxter of Donovan Trumbull squaring off for the championship here. All right. We're underway over at the 106-pound final. It doesn't take long. Jace Martin stands in and gets the early takedown here of Lane Baker of St. Paul. 2-0 lead, working the arm. And back over on the third and fourth place match. Nothing happening in the first few seconds. But Central City came into the conference, won it, won it, won it. And then a Central City alum in Connor Bowling was able to snap that streak last year when we were over at Donovan Trumbull, and they did it pretty handily, too. Yes, yeah, they did. They had a a good tournament last year. It looks like they might, might be able to repeat again this year as well. 
All right, we've got a restart as they go out of bounds in that first championship match at 106. Got a takedown here in the girls' final with uh, Guerrero of Wood River getting a takedown and taking Baxter to her back in the process. Baxter's able to roll through. Got a 4 nothing score right now with a minute left in the first period. She takes her over to her back again and finishes with the pin. So Ruby Guerrero, the first young lady that we can call, even though the 100-pounder was already decided, yep. doesn't have a match, she brings home the championship. We get to the second period over at 106 as Chase Martin of Wood River taking on Lane Baker of St. Paul. We had a, we I had, had a, a backwards, excuse me. Dalton Lovejoy had the yeah, two. No, that was looking at the wrong yeah. one. We're we still got, scoreless. Yeah, we're scoreless down here in the championship match between Martin and uh, Baker. Uh, got 0-0, got about a minute left in the first period on that one. Dalton Lovejoy of Central City did get the takedown and route out Allen of Arcadia Loop City. Has a 2-0 lead as they go to the second period. Allen will be on bottom, and he's going to, well, I thought he was going to get turned. He fights through it. On the girls' championship match at 115, Palzer of Wood River gets a quick takedown, take a 2-0 lead over Faith Quintanilla. Quintanilla, thank you. Quintanilla from Central City. And we're still 0-0 in the championship match at 106 for the boys. I could already see the eyes rolling in the head there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been a lot of hand fighting over here so far between Jace Martin of Wood River and Lane Baker of St. Paul at 106 pounds. Hasn't been a whole lot of aggression over no, there No, no, they've, they've been working the edge pretty well on this one over there. So they've, neither one's been able to get a clean shot off. Uh, Pelzer, Pelzer gets a two-point near fall, turns a uh, Turns the Central City girl to her back again. Quintanilla and he's in gonna, trouble he's with the minute to go. Yeah, there you go. And there's the fall. So a 101 pin for Jalen Paulzer to take the 115 title. And our girls move it along. And once that, once the girls have done, they're going to roll boys in there. So we will move pretty quickly. And we are at the end of the first period now between Martin and Baker. And it was scoreless. Scoreless first period. And Martin got in on a shot toward the end of the period. But that was pretty much it. In our third place match, there's been no change uh, so far. Lovejoy of Central City has ridden out Allen of Arcadia Loop City for the first minute and a half here of the second period. Lovejoy's up 2 to nothing, although he's getting a little high as Lovejoy about got rolled through but regains control. We got uh, Johnson of Central City against uh, Faircloth of Wood River down here at the 120-pound girls' championship finals on mat two. They're just getting underway with this one. We've got blood time here at 106. Let's take a quick break. More of the Lou Platt after this. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in, or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, Rick Smith, your local Farm Bureau agent in Kearney at 308-234-2222 to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
And as we come back to break, the blood time is over and a shot for the first time here. Martin of Wood River's in on a single, and he's able to take it to a double and finish it off on the edge of the mat, Derry. Yep, to get the finish on that was a nice finish on that. He changed that off to a double and was able to turn the corner, get the two-point takedown. Now he's got Baker's head down on the mat and riding him pretty solid from there. It's now 4 to nothing after a uh, reversal here in the third period to start things off for Lovejoy of Central City over Allen of Arcadia Loop City in the 106-pound consolation match. And here in the girls' match, uh, we're going to have 120-pounders. They're going to get through the first period. Yep. Cherish Faircloth of Wood River, Malia Johnson of Central City scoreless in the 120. Restart over here in the 106-pound boys' final. So far after the takedown by Martin, he's been able to ride Baker out. 43 seconds to go in the second period. Martin up 2-0. Yeah, Martin is just a, he's a long kid. Of course, Baker's fairly long too, but Martin's a long kid. He's got good leverage up on top for 106-pounder. You know, these guys look almost bigger than the 13-pounders that we're wrestling today. When I looked at them later, you look at them, you think you got them backwards. But there's two tall kids in here. They're wrestling. It's like Baker, well, it looked like Baker's going to get out. He got to his feet. Stumbled, got, basically got his foot stepped on, stumbled out of yep. bounds, and, <laughs> and uh, got nothing out of it. So he had 30 seconds left in this period. So far, Allen just hasn't been able to get off bottom for Arcadia Loop City, and he trails 4 nothing with 40 seconds to go on the restart for the consolation match. Still scoreless here between Faircloth of Wood River, who's on bottom in the second period, against Johnson of Central City with a minute 20 to go in the second. I believe Johnson chose top to start this second period, so she must feel comfortable with what she does on top as far as spinning combinations in that. Although it looks like she's about locked her hands up there. That's pretty close. Still no scoring as we come to the end of the second period in the 106-pound final. The takedown midway through the period for Jace Martin of Wood River, and he leads Lane Baker of St. Paul. And they elect to go both up. Boy, don't see that very often. No. Both wrestlers elected to go both yep. up. Yeah, they must feel that's their best place to go. Um, was it would Wood River choose to, or neutral, or did uh, Central City on that? Yeah, that's what I or was St. looking Paul. at, too. I got to double-check our stats on that one, but, yeah. They yeah. both chose neutral, and Martin got the takedown. Okay. I think, I'm sure Baker probably didn't want to go back underneath the Martin if it was his choice, felt his best chance to tie this matchup with the takedown. Girls match down here. Uh, Johnson gets called for the locked hands. So Faircloth takes a 1-0 lead. Now we got an injury timeout uh, in this match at 120 pounds. So Lovejoy like really- of Central City does take the 6-0 win over Arcadia Loop City. And now we move on to our third-place match at 113 pounds where it'll be Donovan Trumbull's Hayden Smith against Jet Trejo of Wood River in the 113. And we get another takedown down here with... Uh, Martin of Wood River gets a takedown on the edge there to go up 4-0 with a minute left in the third period. <clears throat> Lane just uh, hasn't. He's a freshman. They're both freshmen. Uh, Jace 32-1, Lane 25-7. Probably pretty familiar with each other. And Lane's just kind of been on his heels this whole yeah. match, even when they chose both neutral. Yeah. And another locked hands violation down here. So it's now 2 nothing for Faircloth of Wood River. Johnson locked her hands again in the top position. She, it looks like she's trying to get a front headlock on that situation, but she's not getting around uh, not getting around the arm and the head. Back over to our first championship match. It looks like Jace Martin is in complete control. He's broke Lane Baker down to his belly here. There's just not a lot of movement with 40 seconds to go in the match, and Martin up by a score of 4 to nothing. 
Looks like we had another blood timeout down there too as well. We got an escape down here on the girls' championship match at 120 with Faircloth getting up from the bottom. Makes it 3-0 with 25 seconds left in the second period. Hayden Smith and Jet Trail also doing some consolation wrestling over here. Coach Smith with a question here for the official. Two to one. Looked like we had a takedown and then a penalty point. Yeah, illegal hold it looks like. I think he had a two-on-one, but he put both hands on top of each other, which becomes locked hands on the bottom. So <clears throat> That'll end the first period with Smith of Donovan Trumbull leading Trejo of Wood River 2-1. to one. And still blood time over here, and they are attending to uh, Lane Baker of St. Paul. The 113 coming up next, Derek Ruziska of St. Paul against Dylan Lovejoy of Central City. Both medaled here last year. In fact, Ruziska was the 106 champ. Looks like Faircloth chose bottom to start the third period here uh, in this uh, girls' championship match at 120. She has a 3-0 lead over Johnson of Central City in our first girls' final to go to the third period. We had a couple of first-period pins to start things off at 110 and 115. Now we're back to action over here in the 106-pound final again. Baker on bottom just can't get out of there. Yeah, he held... uh, uh, Martin just has him wrapped up, has that leg locked up, that leg in, and has it working from there. Got an escape and a takedown now here at uh, 120, and the girls to take a 6-0 lead for Faircloth. And she's got it on her back, and looks like she's going to finish it with the pin. So Matt. there's the win for Cherish Faircloth, and we've got our first boys champion. It'll be Jace Martin of Wood River, a 4-0 win over Lane Baker of St. Paul at 106 pounds. And now Derek Ruziska of St. Paul. We'll take on Dylan Lovejoy of Central City. Neither are state-rated coming into this match. This was the uh, shortest bracket. We had just four gentlemen right. uh, in this. So Rizisk is 15-8. and eight. Lovejoy is 22-11. and 11. Both sophomores as they put on the colors. Got another uh, couple of points over here in the consolation. Hayden Smith now a 4-3 lead over Trejo of Wood River with 40 seconds to go in the second period. And our next girls match, Sarah Klein of Centura against Stephanie Rodriguez of Arcadia Loop City. Quickly in on a shot here for St. Paul is Ruziska, and he is able to kind of bear hug the hips and bring him down to the mat, and he's going to get the take two. Got a pin down here in a consolation match at 113. Smith gets the pin over uh, Trejo in the second period with 24 seconds left in the second period. So give the... Points there to Donovan Trumbull. And we'll have more championship matches coming up. Our high school wrestling coverage brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. And down here in the girls' championship match at 135, Klein from Centura gets the takedown and the three back points to start the match out over Rodriguez of Arcadia Loop City. And that's, this is for the championship of that 135-pound class. Back over in the championship at 113, the early takedown by Ruziska of St. Paul. And they'll have a restart as they come off the uh, mat. So Lovejoy will be on bottom a minute five to go in the first period. As we... Nearly have an escape here for Rodriguez of Arcadia Loop City. There it is. Climb up 5-1 after the escape. Consolation match at 120 pounds. Christian Lemberg, the freshman out of St. Paul against Clay Adams, a freshman out of Ravenna, both right around 500. 
So that should be pretty competitive between those two. Yeah, it should be a good match there. And, and there's a lot of competitive matches that are going to take place. It'll be interesting to see how they come out as we go through here. But looks like uh, Rosiska is able to ride out here. He's got 35 seconds left in the first period, but he's got a pretty good ride on Lovejoy here. Looks like he's got a cradle locked up and trying to take him over to his back. Well, here's Adams of Ravenna. He has taken Lemberg of St. Paul down to his back. I don't know if he got the... Th I don't see, yeah, we got two being He's holding two, yeah. Ten seconds to go. Now he's turned him again. Looks like maybe Lemberg can fight this off short time here. One more twerk of the arm, and he's going to get through the first period, but it'll be 5 nothing. Clay Adams of Ravenna over Lemberg of St. Paul. And we're at the end of the first period of the championship. Ruziska of St. Paul, a 2 nothing lead over Lovejoy of Central City, and in the girls' match, Stephanie Rodriguez got a takedown, yep. so after being down 5 nothing, she's now down 5-3 and chooses bottom to start the second. Yeah, that was a good finish to the period for her to give up, to get those, uh, she gave up two back points there on the sit-out, got snapped back on a sit-out, now down 7-3. Working the leg over here as Ruziska off the whistle to start the second period. On the edge of the mat. And nothing happening so far off the yeah. mat. They'll have a restart. Do have an update on our ESPN basketball. Carney Catholic leading Aquinas 33-31. And that is that's going a, into the fourth quarter. <laughs> that's a close one. We will have some hoops for you Monday. Carney Catholic girls hosting Omaha Concordia in the Centennial Conference opener. 5.30 in early start time on the Vibe. While the Carney Catholic boys will play St. Cecilia for the third time at 6 in Hastings on ESPN Tri-Cities. Okay, Lovejoy is on bottom to start this second period. Ruziska up 2-0. Yeah, I believe it was Lovejoy's choice, and he took bottom. And, oh, there was almost a throw down there on the third and fourth place match. Lemberg went to throw Adams. Adams stuck with him, and then he puts him down for the two-point takedown and two-point near fall to his back. Adams of Ravenna now a 9-0 lead over Lemberg. But you can already just see now Lemberg comes out, and he's got Adams on, on his, his back, back. He's and got he's got him in trouble. trouble. He's in real trouble right there. And there it the is, down 9 nothing, and a throw and a turn and a pin for Christian Lemberg to take third at 120 pounds, and how quickly and that, it can change. <laughs> that is big in the team race with that one. Does that help St. Paul out? That's a quick five points for St. Paul. We're still 7-3 down here on this girls' championship match at 135 with uh, Klein of Centura in the lead over Rodriguez of Arcadia Loop City. Here's a tip for a two-point near fall for Ruziska from the top. He's now up 4-0 over Lovejoy of Central City in the 113. Got a reversal by Rodriguez, and she takes Klein to her back. Got the count. She's got she's holding two. The official's holding two, so she gets two near fall and gives up the reversal. So now we're 9-7 as we near the end of the second period with uh, Klein in the lead. You know what I love to see? Your son's as fired up about this girls <laughs> match for Arcadia Loop City than any boys match. Yeah, yeah, I think he's pretty excited about that. So so back over here with 15 seconds to go in the 113-pound final second period. It's still 4-0 Ruziska. Lovejoy Road was being ridden most of that first period, and you see Ruziska trying to set up a cradle, but he's not going to have enough time here, and it's going to no. be 4-0 at the end of the first period, uh, second, second period. period. Ruziska of St. Paul over Lovejoy of Central City. Lovejoy's been on bottom for about three and a half minutes, Derry. Yeah, he's been down there a long time. Now it looks like is going to take bottom to start this third period. <clears throat> See if he'll be able to come out. We've got a wild one going down there, too. Oh, 
126, <laughs> Nate Cook of Wood River, Nathaniel Cook, Wood River, against Deegan Elton of Central City. And they got after it wild and woolly in the first period. We've got takedowns. We've got reversals. We've got near falls. Colin, Colin Pfeiffer's over here to the table to make sure that they got it all right. Yeah, sorting that out because that was back and forth points. He did a nice job there of waiting to come over to talk about the points and, and visit with them, make sure he's got everything in there. And 6-4, I believe that would be the score with what he had. We get back over here. Ruziska has just kind of formed himself into a little bean there or a peanut. Yeah. He is really on bottom, scrunched himself up as Lovejoy's trying to score off top. Yeah. It's 4-0 Ruziska. My guess is he's probably trying to keep from getting the legs to come in because Lovejoy is pretty decent with the legs, so he's trying to stay short and stay close in there so he doesn't give those up. But he may give up a tilt here if he's not careful. He's got that two-on-one pretty tight, and Lovejoy is good with that tilt as well. 4 nothing though, so even a tilt gets you 4-3, but if you can get it early here, then maybe you got yeah, options. Yeah, you got a chance to go back to something else after that. we got uh, Klein has Rodriguez on her back here in the 135-pound championship. The official's holding three, so effectively the score is 12-7 with 30 seconds left in that match. And the girls' final got her cradle up pretty good. That's been a heck of a match. Yes. Uh, Klein got out 5 nothing over Rodriguez. She came back and tied it at 7, but now Klein just... Hasn't got the mat slapped yet. She's going to end up winning this thing. Finally gives it up. Now we've got a stall warning over here in the 113-pound championship. Lovejoy gets to his feet. Resist, excuse me. Resistance gets, gets to his escape. feet. Yep. Five nothing. Got the pin down here with Egan. Picked up the pin and got again going to his back and bridged through and rolled himself all the way through and picked up the picked up the win. Down here at 135 for the girls with Klein picking up a 12-7 decision over Rodriguez. So Klein of Santura will be the conference champion there at uh, 135 for the girls. And as you said, Elton of Central City took third there. Deegan at uh, 126 pounds, and we have finished up at 113. The final score is going to end up being ooh, a takedown. They're going to register a late takedown here for Lovejoy, and it got him on the board. But Ruziska is going to pick up a 5-2 win of St. Paul over Dylan Lovejoy of Central City. We'll take a quick break and be back with more of the Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Tournament after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Looking for your next vehicle? With the ongoing inventory shortage and unpredictable markets, look to your local family-owned dealership at Hastings Ford Lincoln for guidance and reassurance. We're the same dealership that made a bold commitment to not sell any of our new vehicles over MSRP when prices started to rise over three years ago, a commitment which we proudly continue to honor still to this day. Many things may have changed since then, but rest assured that our values and commitments have not. Join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, and Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any rinky pivot part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at HoldridgeIrrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new rinky pivot. 
Doug Duda, Derry Trampy back here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Gibbon Wood River and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. The 120-pound championship is between Parker Zickman of Central City with a record of 20 and 12 as a freshman against Zachary Berkey, the junior out of Donovan Trouble, who's 13 and 8. Zach actually won the 113-pound championship last year, but we don't get very far here into this. And we've already got blood time over here on our championship match. Over at the third and fourth place at 132 pounds, it's going to be Chase Goff with a takedown for Donovan Trumbull over Grady Rasmussen of Ravenna. Rasmussen was hoping that maybe he could find his way uh, into the championship uh, here today. He is the third seed. He lost a tough one to Caleb Baker, 6-5 in the semis, but now finds himself down 4 to nothing to Groff of Donovan Trumbull. And then in our girls' match at 135 pounds, we're a minute in and we are scoreless between Aaliyah Eaker of St. Paul and Alice Chilbonova of Donovan Trumbull. I don't, I don't think that's the match we got going on no, out there. I'm not sure who that is. That looks like it's got a, looks like we got a Centura girl wrestling a Wood River girl out here. So I'm not sure which match this is or where it came from because it says we have Donovan Trumbull and... Ecker up on the board, but I don't see them being here on the on the brackets. We got Central Centura wrestling Wood River, and I'm not sure which match this is. So we'll try and get that. It's going to be Aaliyah. No. Even our track tells us that's who that is. Yeah, and and these two girls are standing right down here. (laughs) (laughs) Must have a little makeup match going on. Yeah, there must be one they missed someplace, so I'm not sure what they got here. Uh, unless this is an exhibition match of two girls who maybe didn't have a match someplace because uh, they were the only people in their weight classes. Yeah. That would be about the only thing I could think of that we have going here. I bet that's Ruby of Central City. And, uh, gosh. We'll keep looking. Yeah. We're, we're done with the blood time over here at the 120-pound uh, championship, uh, and it looks like we're going to have no scoring as we get to the end of the first period between Zickman of Central City and Berkey, the defending conference champion from Donovan Trouble, scoreless after one. This looks like Philomy of Wood River wrestling uh, Harubi of Centura so they can get a match in today, so they have that going from there. That's got to be what it is, so. So that really isn't a match other than for exhibition, so we'll keep our focus on the championship match down here at 120. We're in the second period. We've got neutral choice. I'm not sure who made the choice, but uh, Zickman and Berkey go in tied at 0-0 in the second period. That's more neutrals than I see in a whole day. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> and down there in our exhibition match, Centura getting the win over Wood River, and now in the consolation match, Grady Rasmussen is working his way back into this one. Groff of Donovan Trouble now a 5-4 lead over Rasmussen of Ravenna. A minute 20 to go in the second period. Groff will be on bottom on the restart. And our championship match, it's just funky over there between Berkey and yep. Zygman. Zygman's in on a pretty good shot here. If he can get his, get his hands around that waist, pop his head out to the side, he'll pick up a takedown, but Berkey's just kind of hanging on to those hips. Now he's got his hips up again a little bit higher and stretching the legs back. He may have a chance to come out of this without giving up anything and might even be able to get a takedown himself and get a cross face in, work a cross face in and break that grip. Should be getting to a stalemate here pretty soon. Those guys have been wrestling for a while. Here we go. So we're getting better up here at officiating from the top <laughs> of the state stand. So. 52 seconds to go in the second period. It's still scoreless. Berkey and Zickman over there at 120 already. Jace Martin of Wood River and Derek Ruziska of St. Paul are champs. 
Now here's our Eka Chilbona the yep. match on the girls' side. It doesn't look like this is going to last no. long. Eka gets a quick takedown. Thank you. Eka gets a quick takedown and pin, an 18-second pin to pick up the uh, third-place medal at 135. Now back over the championship. We're starting to see a little action as finally uh, on that restart. Shot in again by Zickman of Central City, but countered, and it's not going to end up probably being anything again. This is the same position we yep. are in for the last yep. minute. Yep. Yeah, Berkey has done a good job of countering all the shots here, but he just can't score off of his counter, and, and uh, Zickman is just not able to get that finish. Not able to get the hips underneath so he can finish that. If he get the hips up and turn the corner, he'd have a pretty good shot at it. And it's going to end up being a scoreless second period. And so I like to call it heavyweights when he's usually 1-1. Yeah. It's 0-0, zero, zero, and we will get choice of down. So Berkey went both up, Derry, and now Zickman's going to take down. Yep. And that would be a wise move. At a 0-0 zero, zero match, that's what it looks like. Looks like we've got a win by uh, Ravenna over here, 5-4. So after falling down 4 nothing, we get the comeback win. And a 5-4 victory for Grady Rasmussen of Ravenna over Chase Groff of Donovan Trouble to take third at 132 pounds. Well, <clears throat> Berkey's got a cradle locked up here on Zickman. If he can get himself hip to hip. Zickman's got that hand control, though. Looks like he might be able to come out here. Oh, got it locked back up again. Now he's got to get big chest and bring him back with it, and he'll get the back points out of it. But I took it the different wrong direction. Oh, he just might get him yet. He's getting that leg elevated up on the far side. Step in between those legs and lift him up. You got a shot at it. Berkey trying to score from top, and now all, now we're going to pop the head out. Yeah. Zickman's going to get out of this. Yeah. Zickman got an arm through here. He's crossed the body with the arm. Now he's trying to push the shoulder off, elbow off, or shoulder off the top of his head so he can get broke out. If he can break the grip here, he's going to get a reversal. But Zickman or uh, Berkey's doing a good job of holding on. Yep. As he's getting the change, we got a blood timeout oh, down there. Man. Again, yeah. it's frustrating for coaches, but that is the rule. Once the official spots blood, he has to stop the match. And it looks like it was looks like it was uh, Zickman that bled. So yeah, he was ready to get out, but he had about 20 seconds there where we thought right. he was going to get out, and he didn't. Now we do have the 138-pound final. Let's skip ahead. Carter Jasnock of Ravenna against Zayden Delgado of Donovan Trouble. Jasnock ranked 10th in D. He was third here last year at 132 pounds. And they're scoreless through the first minute. We are close to getting a takedown. Uh, there looks, it is. Looks like a takedown. There we've got the takedown. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, it looks like a takedown. <laughs> I would say that's probably where we're at. Jasnock with the takedown. So he's up 2 nothing. 45 seconds to go there in the first period. And here in the championship match for the girls here on the center mat, Mar of Centura has a 4-0 lead over Mason of Central City. And that has just come to the end of the first period. Still taking a look at the blood time over here in the Zickman-Berkey match, which is 0-0 with about a minute to go. And again, they went neutral for the first two periods and nobody got a takedown. So this is simply going to come down to Berkey needing to ride him out here because yeah. we haven't seen a takedown either no. way. No, he's going to have to ride him out or Zickman's going to have to get an escape to win this match. I, I think if he gets a late escape, it's going to be pretty hard for uh, Berkey to come back from that. So <clears throat> see what happens here on top. And we get the restart, an explosion there for Zickman off bottom. Trying to roll through. Berkey crabbing him up here. Yep. yep, gets the leg stuck in, gets both legs in now. He's got him pretty well stretched out, got him flattened out on the mat. Shouldn't be too long before this gets to stalemate because he's balled up pretty good in there. And Berkey's just got to be careful he doesn't get high over the top. Looks like we got blood time again down there. Man, so. that is so tough. 
So tough, and there's still plenty of blood time. It's yeah. just down to four minutes. And now back over to the consolation. We do get Delgado was able to get out right there at the very end. So Jazz knock of Ravenna now with a 2-1 to one lead over Delgado of Donovan Trumbull at the end of the first period, and Delgado will take bottom to start the second. This is the 138-pound championship. Blood time at the 120-pound championship. And in the girls' 140, it's Haley Marr of Centura leading Aaliyah Mason of Central City by a score of 4 to nothing. This is the Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Tournament here on the Vibe 98-9. So, ooh, some action in yeah. the girls' match. Got a, got a good <laughs> shot in there by Marr. She drove through nicely on that double leg to get the takedown to go up 6-0 now in the second period with 30 seconds left in the second period. She's was a nice, nice double leg. I think that's one of the things I would say in watching girls wrestling from last year to this year. The technique has improved tremendously in just one year's time. I think it will get nothing but better over the next few years. If you get more girls involved, it's going to become pretty big. We get the pin down here, too. Mar gets her turn, gets the fall, becomes a champion at 140 pounds for Centura. And we've taken care of the blood time. We're back to 35 seconds to go here between Zickman of Central City, Berkey of Donovan Trouble. It's scoreless. 30 seconds to go on the match. Oh, my goodness. Blood again. And they stop it, they think, they clean it up. It's going to be. It's really, Zickman is really despondent. Yeah, this is going to be the story of this third period. I think we're going to have a lot of stoppages for blood just from the looks of it. We've got to find a way to get that plugged up tight so it stops bleeding. <clears throat> 26 seconds to go. And, and Darren, I'm trying to see here. I don't. I don't think this is a, is it a nosebleed? I think it's out of the nose. It, it, it just, I think they're just cleaning him up. I think it just maybe yeah. dribbled out a little bit there because they don't, some got on the mat, but it doesn't, they didn't even start the blood time, so it's basically like they had it stopped and they were set from there. Delgado gets escaped down here to tie this up now 2-2 at 138. So Donovan Trumbull, they hosted last year, a program that's continuing to grow here, getting more kids out, just like Gibbon with all their freshmen. I guess that's one thing we can talk about with the girls coming in. There's Definitely more wrestlers here today yes. than there was last year yeah. and the year before. Yeah, yeah. Last year there was eleven girls in the rest in the champion eleven girls in the conference. This year there's probably twice that many. And right now we got a championship match out here at one forty five between uh, Autumn Saul of Wood River and Gracie Ackles of St. Paul. We're zero zero halfway through the first period. And we got restarted over here nice. at hundred and twenty. 13 seconds left, 0-0 match. He tried tried to face does out not of get broke, rough gonna say? Does not get broke away. Oh, he does he give him the point. It to him. He, he does give it. him the point. I think they'll probably come over to argue this one. I I don't know. I, I don't think he had broken away because that arm was still around the back and they, as they stepped out of bounds. So I don't that's a that's a tough call with seven seconds left in the match, too. So you get, I guess if you're an official, you want to make that call without hesitation rather than wait till they go out of bounds and think about it, then put your hand up because that's going to that's gonna get the ire of coaches pretty quickly when you do that. So only seven seconds. Zickman will get the point on a restart here. Berkey comes right at him. There's been no stalling. There is a stall, but there's not enough, not time, enough time for that to matter. So Zickman does pick up the win. Parker Zickman of Central City won. Zach Berkey of Donovan Trumbull, a conference champ at 113 last year, will have to settle for runner-up at 120. Let's get back over to our 138-pound match. It's now 3-2 as this one has been back and forth. Carter Jasnock getting the escape here in the uh, third period to take that 3-2 lead. Both wrestlers will have a restart. They're neutral with 121 to go. 
This is a this is a very good match down here at 138. There's a lot of action for a 3-2 match. There's a lot of action taking place down there. Our girls Jazz knock 32 and 8. Delgado 20 and 8. We'll come back down here to Mount One, and here's our 126-pound championship. Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna against David Molina of Gibbon. The 126-pound final here this afternoon at the Luplak Conference Tournament. Wiedemeyer was the top seed. He's 12-2. and two. Molina was the second seed. He's now 21-11. Delgado gets the takedown with 45 seconds left to make it 6-3. Takes a 6-3 lead. We got a 2-0 match down here in the girls' championship at 145. Ackles got a takedown in the first period. She chooses bottom to start the second period. 30 seconds to go. 6-3, Delgado over Jasnock of Ravenna. And we got a stall. Yep, riding that two-on-one two on behind the hips is probably going to get it every time. But he's got, got a couple to give in this last 30 seconds. He's going to have to be a little bit more active, though. You can ride that two-on-one. Just get off to the side and look like you're busy with it. That's all you got to do. Current point total, St. Paul 145.5, Ord 129, Central City 119.5, Ravenna 97. But St. Paul much stronger in the lower weight classes. Ord extremely tough in the upper weight classes. They actually have seven finalists here today. Yeah, that, and that's where it's going to be decided as we get to those upper weights. I said those matches at 30, uh, 45 and 52 are going to be interesting matches as we get into those. Got a takedown here in the 126-pound final. Wiedemeyer picks up the takedown over uh, Molina to take a 2-0 lead. Molina gets a quick escape. We got 2-1 with 36 seconds left in this first period. I thought we had a scoring error down well, yeah, here, and we did. It's only 5-3 to three, yeah, Delgado I, over Jasnock. Yeah, I thought that had tied up at 3-3. Three, three. Now, if Delgado gets off the hips, he'd probably give, avoid the stall call, but he's got to get off the hips or he's going to get called for stalling here with 27. There you go. Made an attempt to turn. That should be enough to pacify the official for the rest of the period. On that, he's got, a, like I said, a, a two-point lead. He's got eight seconds left. Jasnock takes a quick look at the clock, which doesn't help you much. Potentially dangerous call, good call when they get to their feet with that arm trap. That's a good way to get a concussion. Three seconds to go. Delgado's going to go optional start and then probably run around. Yep. Ackles gets an escape here. <coughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, you said that, up That's wrong. the second caution. They get they get two, and then the third one is a, is a so point. You don't, so you don't want to do it again and then cut him. You don't want to do it again and then cut him and run because you're going to give up a, you're going to give up a stall call. There's the escape and, and not enough time for... The opponent in Carter Jasnock. So Zayden Delgado of Donovan Trumbull able to get a 5-4 victory over Carter Jasnock of Ravenna and take the 138-pound final for the Cardinals. Now back over to uh, what we had at 126. It is Wiedermeyer of Ravenna, a 2-1 lead going into the second period over Molina of Gibbon. Molina takes bottom. Okay, and then out here on the girls' match, we got a 3-1 match. Ackles got an escape and then gave up a penalty point here in the second period. So we got a 3-1 match going on. I'm not sure what the penalty was. I didn't see it happen. Ackles gets in on a takedown, take a 5-1 lead now in the second period with 55 seconds left. Looks like we got a consolation match here at 138. Caden Reeves, Arcadia Loop City, Josiah Lopez of St. Paul. We're not too far away from seeing two of our Bigger matches here at 32 and 45. Tristan Burbach of Central City against Caleb Baker of St. Paul and Owen Sack of St. Paul against Brendan Boyce of Ord. Two big matches. No change in the score here. Wiedemeyer of Ravenna is continuing to ride out Molina of Gibbon with a minute 15 to go in the second. It's still 2-1 to one, Wiedemeyer. 
We had a one nothing score down here as uh, uh, Reeves from Arcadia Loop City got called for the slam. Uh, 30 seconds left in the period. Uh, Lopez leads one nothing. Going to take a quick break from the Luplat Conference Wrestling Championships on the Vibe. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. Doug Dudaderi, Trampy, back with you here. Let's go over to the 126-pound championship. David Molina of Gibbon gets a reversal with about 30 seconds to go in the second period to take a 3-2 lead over Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. That's how the period ends. Now Wiedemeyer has chosen bottom to start the third and has not been able to get out yet. Just, he did just get a reversal now, makes it 4-3 down there, Wiedemeyer. Then we get a pin down here at the 138 consolation with uh, Reeves of Arcadia Loop City getting the headlock and picking up the pin to take home third at 138. Over Lopez of St. Paul. So. And then Ackles down here in the girls' championship at 145. Just picked up the pin as well. She turned uh, uh, Saul of Wood River, picks up the pin with 17 seconds left in the match to take home this conference championship at 145 pounds. Again, the girls wrestling in the finals at the same time here in the championship. They're getting, had a couple of quick pins early, but we've had the more competitive action, and it looks like we're going to get Sierra Cluthy of Ord against Caitlin Stafford of Wood River at 155. We're down to 40 seconds to go in the match over here between Wiedemeyer and Molina. Wiedemeyer now at 4-3, and he's got that arm. He's really in control here as he's got him flattened out on the mat. Yeah, I think he's, I think Wiedemeyer's going to be able to finish this out if he gets off the side here just so he doesn't get called for stalling. Looks like he's going to do just enough here to keep himself. He's, he's working turn to turn him. Yeah, he is working hard to turn him here. But uh, it's going to keep him from getting called for stalling with that double chicken wing while he's on top. <laughs> Molina gets an arm free, but he's still got one of the arms tied up. Gets to his knees. He needs an escape in 10. Rolls it, through. A lot of action. It's a hard grand beat. They're tied up in the legs. We're not going to go anywhere here, and that's where we're going to end. And it'll be Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. A 4-3 victory over David Molina of Gibbon. We've got five champions and Derry, none of them by pin. No, it has been a pretty aggressive. Cluthy gets a quick takedown here in the 155-pound girls championship match and turns Stafford to Wood River and gets the pin in 30 seconds. So Sierra Cluthy takes home the conference championship 
at 155 for Ord. That Cluthy family likes to wrestle. Yes, there's been a few of them that have wrestled. That name, that's not the first time we've heard that name. So Yeah, it looks like Car- uh, Carly Seitz of Central City and Navia Bryant of Wood River. Hopefully I got that right. Yep, and this will be our last match, of the t- last match of the girls' tournament coming up there. And then we'll start rolling more of the boys out here. All right, we're okay. going to have the 145, Owen Sack, St. <laughs> Paul, Brendan Boyce of Ord, and Tristan Burbach, Central City, Caleb Baker, St. Paul. These should be two dynamite matches out here at the 132 and 145-pound finals. And if St. Paul walks off the mat here 2-0, that could secure, yeah. that could secure the team title. Yeah, it would make it really difficult to make that comeback on them where they've got almost a 20-point lead at this stage. Then we get a quick takedown here by Sack at 145 over Boyce, takes a 2-0 lead. Just a little little go behind, got Brendan's head down on the mat, hit just a little spin behind and got him set from there. Last year in the finals at 145, Sack pinned Boyce in 53 seconds. This one is going to last at least longer yeah, than that. Maybe, Although, maybe. Well, yeah. Gets a turn, gets a one count, be bra- able to break the cradle. Sack has got a very, very good cradle, both inside and outside cradle. He does a nice job with controlling the mat on top. He's, he's a hard wrestler to wrestle when you're on the bottom. you got to just be moving almost constantly against him if you're going to try to get anything done because he has got long arms and he's got a lot of strength in those arms as well. Boy, Burbach has been aggressive and Baker has not backed away, but it's scoreless in the first minute. Oh, trying to set up a headlock throw, but Burbach lost it, now tries to go down for a single leg, and that's kind of what we expect. Burbach will be aggressive, aggressive. Baker's going to have to win this probably on defense. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the stall call on him now for backing out off the edge of the mat, so it didn't take long to get the stall call rung up on him because Burbach has been extremely aggressive in this match, and that's that's been his formula for beating Baker the last two years. <clears throat> got the special rec specs, too. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Uh, we do have uh, some blood time over here in the Sack-Boyce matchup. They have the blood on Boyce is what they're looking at. So Sack with an early 2-0 lead. Still no score over here. 90 seconds through in the Burbach-Baker match. Central City-St. Paul. Okay, so how do you use the aggressiveness of Burbach against him if you're Baker? You, you about have to do some kind of a pass by or some kind of an underhook where you can pass him by. It's just tough, tough to underhook Burbach because he keeps inside control so well in a match. So you got to get out of the ear-to-ear tie. And there's, there it is. That's a pass by by, by uh Pass by by Burbach, and he goes right into a little spin behind, go behind, and he gets the takedown right at the edge of the mat as time expires. So Man. we got a 2 nothing match. That's just constant motion out of Burbach. He is a, he's a fun wrestler to watch wrestle because he does wrestle with a lot of aggression, wrestles a lot of emotion, and just keeps moving the entire time. Short-timed him and got the two. That's so we go to the second period, and Burbach will take bottom. That is the best way to finish a period is on top, just score late and finish on top. Don't give them a chance to re- to get the points back. In our girls' match, we had a scoreless first period between Brian of Wood River and Seitz of Central City. And Seitz is on top here in the second, nearly turned, Brian. I think, do we have a two-count? No, we don't. No. Nope. No. Nope. Back to action over here at one. Yeah, uh, yeah Burbach's up quickly there at 132, gets up quickly, and uh, Sack drops, or not Sack, uh, Baker drops in on a leg. He was able to return him to the mat, and I was surprised by that because Burbach looked like he might be coming out of there. Now he's back up again to his feet, and, and uh, Baker back down on the leg again. I tell you, this is a good match between these two. He's going to have to do something. He can't get him back yep. to the mat, or he's going to get dinged for stalling. Does drop down to he, his knee. He got, came there across the waist. Nice finish on that. 
had a chance to take him to his back. Now he's going to get caught. Oh. There, there's what Burbach does well. He's got good hips. He steps up over the top of that once he's got him on his hip. Stepped over the top, was able to pick up the reversal. About took him to his back, so Baker actually did a pretty good job of avoiding going to his back because Burbach does that so well. And then gets the legs in, and then you're in a lot of trouble when he gets you there. Still over here, blood time in the boys' sack match. Now they're not running the clock on blood, right. so they must have it stopped have a long them. cleanup time. Yeah, blood stopped. And I think what they're doing is wrapping the head. I think he's got a cut up above the eye, and they're trying to wrap the head on there, give him the Dan Gable look as he comes back out here. And, and uh, oh, we got a turn here and a pin. Central City and Carly Seitz with the pin over Bryant of Wood River. And she's able to do that in 3.36 to take home the title. And we'll start to see some boys now roll on to mat number two. Back over to uh, mat number three in our championship. Uh, Burbach still leading Baker, but it's now four to yeah. nothing. And we have 12 seconds to go, and that looks like that'll be the score as yeah. we go to the third period. Unless we get a stall call here because he's working pretty hard on that arm, and Baker's keeping himself flat on the mat. He's not really presenting himself to wrestle here. It's more just to avoid being turned, and I think that's going to come back to catch him here a little bit, but Burbach is, is definitely in control of this match. Well, here's one of the interesting ones that we thought. They have called Brian Flores of Wood River and Creighton Rockefeller of Gibbon in the third place match at 170. In the first round, that was the upset <coughs> of the tournament. Uh, Flores pinned Rockefeller, and uh, Creighton State rated was the number two, well, number three seed actually coming in. Uh, but Flores was able to two seed, I guess two he seed. Was two seed yeah. Now yep. back over to Boyce and Sack. A lot of action. Sack's been trying to get Boyce turned here. Who's on bottom? Two nothing. Thirty five seconds to go in the first, but Boyce been able to fight and not give up any near fall. Yeah, he's he's uh he's turned him a couple different times and given gotten a one count. He's just haven't been able to get that second second stroke. He may get it here. He got him got him. Boyce tried to roll through with the legs in to see if he could get him coming off the top, and he was able to put a half in on the way by. Did get him stopped. Boyce comes off his back, gives up the two near false knots, 4 nothing at this point. And it looks like Burbach is going to – no, Baker is going to choose both up. neutral, yep. Yeah, Boyce gets himself out around on the legs. He's just not going to go anywhere here. He just – tell you what, Sack is just a long kid with, with big old arms on him. <laughs> that kid is physical looking. So as we restart here to get the third period underway, Tristan Burbach of Central City undefeated, top-ranked, state runner-up last year, conference champion last year, trying to repeat here. He's up 4-0 against Caleb Baker, who was sixth at state last year, state champion two years ago, was the runner-up at 126 last year here at conference. I was going to say, this should be a stalling call out here. you got a shoe untied and stop to tie your shoe, so it becomes a stall call. For Flores of Wood River. Down to a minute 15 to go in the match here at the 132-pound final. Burbach has controlled it. Not that Baker's wrestled badly, but this is the number one and three kids in the state. We could see these guys again. And there Baker's got Boyce on his back. He's got that leg scissors across there pretty tight. Boyce trying to bring himself up off the map. This is getting awful close to where there's a pin. He's got that tight. I'll tell you what, this is a bad position to be in if you're Boyce because it just doesn't feel like you can go anywhere. You get in the air, taken out, and he does get the fall. So Baker or Sack does get the pin. 244 for Owen Sack. He will defend his 145-pound conference championship over Brendan Boyce. Pins him in the finals for the second year in a row. 46 seconds remaining between Burbach and Baker. 
No points here in the third period. 4-0 Burbach wrestling from their feet. And pretty soon Baker's has to decide whether he takes the chance or yeah. not. And if yeah. he does, Burbach's going <laughs> to Burbach's looking to throw him. Yeah, he's got he's got to look for a home run right now. We got to be able to try to get Burbach out of that solid base that he's in, which is is going to be hard. It's going to be hard for him to get him out of that Burbach. Got a good wide stance there. Legs are solid in the process and really heavy on the head. He moves well on his feet. 15 seconds to go on the edge of the mat. Whittle it down to 10 seconds to go. Burbach takes one more shot. Ooh, he slid off the side. Now just looks at the Ooh. clock, and Baker takes a shot at him. Oh. That should be two, right? His foot, his left foot went out of bounds on oh, the side there, man. which kept him from getting the two. Otherwise, he would have had two if he kept his left foot, and he'd have had the two. Even Burbach thought he got taken down, but he, <laughs> <laughs> he was, went down got on his hands and knees. So, And there's your match. So Tristan Burbach of Central City. A 4-0 win over Caleb Baker of St. Paul, and all of our finals so far through 145 have went the distance. Creighton Rockefeller of Gibbon now leading Brian Flores of Wood River in the second period by a score of 5-1, but now he's got him nearly on his back. They did not count any points. Let's go back over here. Yeah, that's consolation at 145, I believe, between... uh Larson of Ravana and uh, Smith of Gibbon. If it looks, if I believe I'm seeing that right. Yep. Is that correct? Or one, got, is that 145 or 152? Yep. We got 145 there. We're bringing up 152 over here between Morgan Treffer. No, let's see. That's 152. That's Hernandez of Gibbon has a 2-1 lead over Treffer of Ravenna. Now over here is Larson okay, of Gibbon. There we go. I got him, of Gibbon. got him backwards. So we've got all third-place matches. That'll give us a chance to give you a break and be back with more from Gibbon and the Luplatt Conference Wrestling Meet after this. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy on the Vine. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. Doug Gudadary Trampy and our high school wrestling coverage. Here on the Vibe, 98-9. Because of the way track is setting up, we shoot all the way up to the 182-pound final. Roman Colbert of Gibbon ranked number seven of the state, the defending conference champion against Evan Thompson of Ord, who was one of the non-seeders to get in, and this might not last long. Now he got a quick takedown off the whistle, takes a 2-0 lead, he gets a nice chicken wing in and runs it, runs ahead, gets in and finishes that up. We got a win down here, a a match over 152. Looks like uh, Treffer gets the fall. So give Morgan Treffer of Ravenna the winner. Creighton Rockefeller did get the win in the rematch with Flores of Wood River. In some real trouble. We got another pin down here with a Larson of Ravenna over Smith of Gibbon. And our first pin of the finals, it was right off the whistle. Roman Colbert took Thompson down in 10 seconds, and he's able to get the pin in one minute to repeat. As the 182-pound champion, that's our first pin of the finals. 
so far here this afternoon, and we just went slap, slap, slap yeah. in about 15 all seconds at once, there. All at once, here we are. We got the 152-pound final down here between Cluthy and uh, uh, Alex Meineke. Meineke, yeah, Meineke from St. Paul. And then we got what, Central City and Centura at 160 pounds. The sophomore Bryce Coons against Quentin Morris. Yep. Centura's finalist for the day. And then we're going to have Xander Marvichka of St. Paul against Kea Edgren of Wood River in the third place match at 182, maybe. It looks like maybe we got a walk, walk through. Over, yeah, yeah. Walk, walk over, yeah. Walk over at 195 here. Is that 195? No, it can't be 195. No, that would be the 182. 182 with Wood River, okay. And now we'll have Middle Sword of Gibbon and Urban of Central City in the 195 third place match. Okay, there we go. And we get a takedown over here for Cluthy of Ord over Meineke of St. Paul, and he takes a 2-0 lead. Over here in the 162-pound championship, Morrison Coons shot again but off the edge of the mat. A stall call over here on the championship match at 152 that Cluthy gets worn for stalling on top. The cradle locked up, so. <laughs> well, it does look like uh, we're going to get, yeah, there Coons got the takedown and Morris gets the escape here at 160 pounds. So Coons up 2-1, to one, 45 seconds to go in period number one. So Meineke, a lot of action. Meineke gets an escape on the restart down here, so it's 2-1 Cluthy on the, after the restart. We're still about a minute left in the first period. Meineke in on a shot, little drag by. Doesn't have, now he has a two, so he takes a 3-2 three, three, lead. Cluthy with a quick escape, we're now 3-3. Three, three. A lot of action going on down there in the first minute and a half of that match. No change in man Cluthy. Looks like he should be a basketball player yeah. as tall and slender as he is. And he looks a little different than his, than his brother does. <laughs> the difference between the two. His sister already a winner. And now uh, we have come to the end of the first period in the consolation match at 195. Middle Sword of Gibbon, Urban of Central City. Urban got two near fall, 4-2. Meineke gets in on a nice fireman's carry takedown. Gets the takedown, still has the legs split, so he could have Cluthy in a position where he could take him to his back here if he's able to finish and work through here. 15 seconds to go in the period. Got a 5-3 lead right now with that bottom leg trapped, and that's a bad position to be in if you're the bottom man. Bryce Coons at the end of the first period of Central City, a 2-1 lead over Quentin Morris of Centura. Last year they wrestled in the consolation match at 152, and Coons was able to beat Morris to take third. Now they're wrestling for the championship at 160. And we come to the end of the period here between Meineke and Cluthy. Alex Meineke has a 5-3 lead over Hayden Cluthy of Ord, and looks like we got a little blood a little, to clean up. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's anything for blood clean or stoppage or anything because it doesn't look like they're messing on his knee. Yeah, they're wrapping his knee. They got it stopped. Must have a scab that came loose on the knee and opened up, so we got that stopped and getting set from there. They chose both up over here between Coons and Morris. Central City's been doing that yeah. uh, here today. Yeah. A lot of neutral when it's their choice. A lot of neutral wrestling. So they must be working on that a lot in the practice room. Or, you know, again, sometimes you do this in meets. So you're ready for tough situations at a state tournament or a district tournament where people are cutting you and putting you on your feet. You've got to be able to take them down. And, and Ed Coons gets a takedown there. That should be a takedown. You've got the hands on the mat. He's got control behind him, so he takes a 4-1 lead. Right on the edge of the mat, too. Looks like he's going to have trouble yanking him back on and continuing to work. Meineke chooses bottom to start the second period in the 152-pound championship. Gets to his feet right away. Gets a quick escape to go up 6-3. to three. 
Our high school wrestling for the Luplat Conference Tournament is proudly brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeges and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer science with service delivering success. Updating you on what we have going on, Bryce Coons now still with that 4-1 lead. Morris tries to kick out and roll through off the restart, unable to do so. Consolation match. Middleswart gets an escape here in the second period, but Trey Everett of Central City leads Aiden Middleswart of Gibbon 4-3 in the 195 third-place match with 45 seconds to go in the second period. You know, Morris likes to hit those Granby rolls. He just got to get his legs cleared out, and he'd be coming out clean on that. Now Coons is able to get the legs in on top and ride him, push him down with this last 15 seconds. Got a half, and he may turn him. He may get him turned. We got a takedown down here. Meineke goes nice go behind to get a takedown to go up eight to three. He cuts Cluthy right away to make it eight to four. With Fifty seconds left in the second period. Short time count over here. Got the takedown over here. Middle sword of Gibbon gets the takedown. Fifteen seconds to go over Urban in the second period. Up five four. We do get two near fall over here for Bryce Coons, and so he will take. A 6-1 lead over Quentin Morris of Centura in the 160 final into the third period, and Coons will choose bottom. Cluthy got in on a fireman's, and then now, he's, now, he's got a, now he gets, gets his go behind, a little spin behind, locks up the leg, gets his two takedown on here. While, uh, so it's 8-6 to six match down there between him and Meineke. And Meineke's getting himself out and coming up. Ten seconds left in the period if Cluthy can hang on here. Hang on here and not give up the reversal before the end of the period. We might, it's going to be close. He gets that arm across. Ooh, just, was just getting the arm out and they ran out of time. Coons picks up the pin. Yeah, Coons comes off the bottom, gets the turn, gets the pin, able to pick up the pin in four minutes and 26 seconds. So Bryce Coons beats Quentin Morris in the conference tournament for the second year in a row. Jace Martin of Wood River at 106. Derek Ruziska, St. Paul at 113. Parker Zickman, Central City, 120. Garrett Wiedemeyer, Ravetta, 126. Tristan Burbach, Central City, 132. Zayden Delgado, Donovan Trumbull at 138. Those were your earlier winners. Owen Sack of St. Paul got a win over Brendan Boyce at 145. Roman Colbert has already wrestled at 182 for Gibbon to get the win. And now just Bryce Coons of Central City gets it. And we got a heck of a match over here as Cluthy will choose bottom to start the third period. Meineke of St. Paul leads Cluthy aboard 8-6 to six here in the third. We got a tied up match here, a big match here, St. Paul and Ord. And St. Paul looks like they get the takedown, but uh, McCain comes up. Gets the re- takes him to his back, and then gets reversed again right away. So we got a, a two takedown, two near fall, two reversals. So we're a four-two match right now. And that's exactly what they got. And that's in the first thirty seconds. Yes, a lot of action there in thirty seconds. These two wrestled earlier in the tournament as well, and I think it was about the same kind of match. Yep, same thing bottom. again. We're down to 45 seconds to go here at 195. It's still middle sword of Gibbon leading Urban of Central City 5-4. to four. Urban on bottom trying to get out, but he might get turned, and he does. Middle sword has turned Urban. I don't know if he got any back points out of it. Yeah, he did. He got a two count, so he's got a 7-4 lead now with 30 seconds left. Urban coming out the side, though. And uh, McCain gets another two points down there to take a 6-2 lead in the 160 consolation. Cluthy gets out with a minute left to make it 8-7 to seven in the championships. we got a good match down there at 152. Good shot. Good well, shot Meineke. by Meineke on that fireman's. Boy, he's in deep on that. Cluthy's trying to work himself up. If he can get those hips up, Meineke's trying to take that leg out. 
Thuthi's trying to step over that back leg. Thuthi is a long wrestler, and those guys are hard to wrestle in that situation. Now we got a bear hug situation here. We must have a neutral choice here. Is it going to be a throw-throw situation? Looks like McCain comes out on top. We're going to get a stalemate. Stalemate call, Kluthi. which might be the best thing for Kluthi yeah. at that stage. Now McCain adjusts himself now on this. If he can catch that arm, he might be able to get the pin. Middleswart picks up the win down here at 195. And now Meineke gets in on that last takedown to take a 10-7 lead with 10 sec 15 seconds left in the match. Oh, my goodness. McCain had him on his back. Looked like he had him dead to right and pinned. And then we get a bridge through all the way through by Thompson. He's got McCain on his back. He might have him in real trouble here. And he does. He gets the fall. That's a big win for St. Paul as far as locking up the uh, team championship. And Alex Meineke has finished it out, a 10-7 win over Hayden Cluthy of Ward. Wow, that was a lot of stuff in a whole short amount of time. Middleswart got the win at 195. Now it's Castle of St. Paul and Ramirez Aguilla of Gibbon in the 223rd place match. We need to catch up. We'll take a break and be back with more Lou Platt Wrestling. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as we have two more championship matches now rolling on the mat at 170 and 220. Let's start at 170 with Hunter Meyer of Ord and Sam King of Ravenna. Yeah, Meyer picked up the takedown about the first 30 seconds to take a 2-0 lead. That's where we stand right now. Uh, we're scoreless in the match at 220 between Sam Betcher of Ord and uh, Riley Levine of Central City. In a consolation match down here at 220 in the middle, mat, we've got uh, Jack Caslin of St. Paul and Jose Ramirez Aguila, Aguila of Gibbon. Aguila, Ramirez Aguila has a 1-0 lead in that match going into the second period. Hey, don't forget, folks, to nominate your top athlete. We always have some great wrestlers do that as well. For our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan, one boy and one girl winner each month on ESPNSuperstation.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. Now our current winners are Sydney Davis, Centura High School, and Carson Kudlicek of Hastings St. Cecilia. And it doesn't cost anything, and it's just a short little hey. Who is it? Why should it be? And then that's how they win. You nominate your athletes. Looks like Betcher's got the take down there. Uh, Levine looked like he's trying to set up some kind of a throw, and Betcher was able to stop that throw, got his hips wide, got his hips wide, stopped that throw on the edge, and takes a 2-0 lead with 15 seconds left in the first period. Levine was fourth here at 220 last year. Betcher was wrestling 182. It was either that or jump up to 220 because Ryan Gabriel, the state champion, is at 95, and he's still to come here today against Tyson Breckner. Ooh. Hunter Meyer now up 2 to nothing at the end of the first 
a period over Sam King of Ravenna. He takes bottom, does Meyer, and Meyer gets out quickly here to start the second period. He's up 3 to nothing. We'll come to the end of the first period at 2.20. Betcher, the takedown over Levine of Central City, 2 to nothing. As they come to the end of the second period almost here in the consolation match. Looks like we got two near fall for Castle of St. Paul over Ramirez. Looks like Meyer gets a takedown to his back here if he can get the pin here. Kind of got the legs spread. I don't know if he's going to be able to get him pinned down here or not. He's got a long time. He got a minute 17. If he stays in here, doesn't have to go anywhere. He'll leave there with an 8-0 lead going into this last period. But he made that. King got himself adjusted, got off his back. Now they go out of bounds. Get a new start. 8-0. Myers ahead down there on mat number three or mat number one. Levine took bottom for Central City in the 220-pound final, trailing Sam Betcher of Ward two to nothing, and no change there. We go to the Ooh. third period. Snap back yep. by Meyer. Nice snap back. Takes King to his back. He's got him in trouble again. He's got 55 seconds left in the period to finish this out. King's doing a good job of bridging himself up. Just can't quite get that second shoulder down. King's done it. Yep, he did get the fall. Yep, that turn got the fall. 316. Hunter Meyer of Ord picks up the championship here. He's the first Chanticleer champion of the day. Gibbon, Ord, Central City, St. Paul, Donovan Trumbull, Ravenna, Wood River. They've all had a winner. Yep. That's a little unusual. A little unusual. A little unusual at this time. This may be the most champions per for us. Yeah, spread out wise. Yeah, yeah, spread out wise. Usually Central City has like seven of them, and the rest of them get to share them. Well, Betcher has been able to ride out Levine through the first minute and a half here. Levine comes to his feet. Betcher breaks him back down with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Betcher up two to nothing. And now we go to the 195 pound final. The senior state champion, Ryan Gabriel of Ward, against Tyson Breckner. Of course, the Breckner name is Coach Dad and all that football stud. Uh, 25 and 6, but he's a sophomore. He's going to have his hands full here. Gabriel, a nice double leg. Takes him on a double leg right to his back. And it just, that's the way you're supposed to finish those. And with a pin. 33-second pin for Gabriel. And Ryan's seen his share of competition, but yes. he repeats as the conference champion. He was the state champion last year and did have the one, uh, the loss, I think, was at Ward, wasn't it? Uh, it was here at Gibbon when okay. we wrestled last week. He wrestled, he wrestled here and got beat by... Um, Kid for O'Borney from uh, Milford. Who he beat last year he beat in last the semis. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be, a, be an interesting go when they meet again. At, I would assume they'll meet again at the state tournament. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. So, Jack Castlet of St. Paul will take third at 220 pounds here today over Ramirez Aguilla of Gibbon by a score of a 7-4. to four. So Castlet brings home third. We're down to just two championship matches. We've come to the end of the second period. There was no scoring in the second between Levine of Central City and Betcher of Ord. Betcher's up two to nothing and Sam chose bottom here to get the third period underway. And now what could be the premier matchup of the day at heavyweight. Class C top ranked Bridger Rice of Ord. Class D second ranked Thomas Pesota of Ravenna. Right or uh Betcher gets an escape down there to go up 3 nothing now going into the, th- the last period. I think he's just got to be careful to watch out for a throw here from Levine. Drops in on a single leg. Kind of keeps that arm up, which might get him in Uh-oh. trouble here. But if he's, he adjusts nicely, adjusted nicely to that, was able to turn the corner, pick up the takedown, take a 5-0 lead with a minute left in the third period. 
one of the things that still gets to me about wrestling, it looked like Betcher was in trouble, and two seconds later he scored. Yeah, he just he just basically changed the direction that he was going and, and uh, kept it. He didn't fight the pressure. He went with it and came away from it. Posota's in on a single leg and gets the takedown. So Posota of Ravenna taking down number one Bridger Rice of Ord. Bridger comes in 24-2. and two. Posota, can you believe this? He's 36-2. and two. Yeah, that's And the a crazy thing matches. is they've both been beaten. Yeah. We're down to the final 20 seconds over here for Sam Betcher. He's looking to bring home a conference championship for the first time. The senior looking to be a force to get down to state. A restart here at heavyweight as they come off the edge of the mat. These are two men down here. Yeah, yeah these, are, these are definitely full-grown boys down here. That's <laughs> who so you run the ball behind in yes. football. And Bridger Rice gets to his feet, gets the escape. So now we have 2-1 match. And it's all over at 2.20. Six minutes is up. Sam Petra of Ord, a 5-0 win over Riley Levine of Central City. We have a restart here at heavyweight. We will have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up next. We'll recap all of the uh, decisions for the top four for the boys, how the girls placed out, the team final. Looks like St. Paul probably going to have enough to hold on here and repeat as conference champions. The Aquinas boys did come back and beat Kearney Catholic 44-41. to The wow. girls game now is currently airing on ESPN. And the conference tournament will get going uh, next Monday. Kearney Catholic girls a 14-5 lead at the end of the first quarter. Rice it on a single. And on a single leg, get it. is able to spin behind him to pick up the two. Rice attempting a roll here. He may give up back points in the process. Pesota did a good job of maintaining his balance on that. And we got a, a throw over here with uh, um, Quade Peterson getting the throw against Gavin Whitefoot. Gavin Whitefoot. Yeah, thank you. Gavin yeah, that's, Whitefoot. That's not going to last long. No, I mean, you got a defending gonna, state champion. There he goes. Got him taken to, to his in the back. First period. And we do have blood time here in the heavyweight match. It's the lip of Bridger Rice. And there is the pin for Quade Peterson in 48 seconds. So when you had three of the top four wrestlers in C&D in the heavyweight division here. So blood time, Pasota of Ravenna leading Bridger Rice aboard 4-1 to one here. At the end of the first period while we attend to the blood, we'll be right back. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. I don't want to miss any more of this heavyweight match. It was at the end of the first period. And so a 4-1 lead for Persona. He won the toss. He defers. Rice, of course, will take down. Take bottom. So he can come up off the bottom. You've got to come out quickly. You've got to come out quickly, which he gets up quick. But Persona with a nice mat return. Now he's got a, a cross face in there trying to work on a, a turn. <clears throat> Our final match. Everybody else has finished up, so... As they should to get the attention. The crazy thing is, there's, there's the escape. escape by Rice. It's been a while, but the heavyweights in the Luplat Conference over the years seem to steal the show. Yes. And I don't know why that yeah. is. I don't, I'm not saying we got all state linemen in football, but we've got great. We've had great ones before: Wood River, Ravenna, 
had some battles back in the day. Just some big athletic kids. I mean, we got some really strong athletic kids, big kids in here, and and uh, they they battle. I mean, this is this is a battle out here between these two. It's going to be a matter of who takes a better who takes a better angle. I don't think you're going to shoot straight on and take anybody down here. There's just too much weight by both guys. I mean, you've got to. I think in that first period, Pesota did a nice job of hitting the outside single leg and then coming up into where he needed to be to get the takedown. Then Rice shot straight on. Pesota was able to spin behind him. So you got to you got to take an angle against these. These are big bodies. Both these guys are about look like each other out there other than the hair <laughs> and another thing about thomas is it seems like ooh, oh that was close he, he was going for a head, he ta- was, head tra- uh, yeah, toss there and he slipped the old, off the old chancery to try to get that he had that look looked like he about got it locked up now rice <laughs> is coming back with the same thing and try to snap him down to the mat here i think that steps up into it pesota steps up into it and drives through rice pops the hips through and gets the two on the edge of the mat, tie the match up 4-4. He might take Pesota to his back. Pesota reached back over the top of the head there by the edge of the mat. Fortunate they were on the edge of the mat because he put himself in a bad position there. 4-4, 27 seconds to go in the second period. We had some youngsters sitting on the edge of the mat, and the two big boys were headed their way, and they bailed they, in yeah, a hurry. They, they move, I would move, too. <laughs> I would not want one of those coming down on me, let alone two of them. Now Rice running a head lever here. Uh, Pesota gets to his knees to help break up. Got the arm behind the back. Now he gets to his feet, drops back down. I'll tell you, that reaching back to the head is a dangerous thing in this game. You just don't want to reach back over the back or over the head. Looks like Rice is going to ride him out this period. But remember, Pesota has, has choice, choice in the third. Yep. This is going to come down to, uh, oh, Rice is getting the turn on him. But out of time. Yeah, I think if I'm Pesota, I might think about taking neutral here and hope that I can get a takedown because Rice has been riding him pretty tough. And he does take bottom. I'm going to have to get out. He's going to have to come up off the bottom quickly because if Rice gets him flat, he's going to put it, get him in trouble again. Pesota with two takedowns in the first period. Rice had one escape. He got an escape to start the second and then was able to get the takedown in about oh, 30 nice. seconds. Oh, nice, nice sit-out by Pesota. Nice sit-out. He came, turned back in, able to get the two and take a 6-4 lead now. As Rice tries to come up to his feet, gets to his feet here, working to get the escape. He does get the escape by the edge of the mat. And here we are, back in the same position again. Rice has the head, trying to snap the head to the mat. This is going to be a, an exciting finish to this particular match. But, again, they're doing a lot of wrestling on the edge, the edge. too, Jerry. Yeah, that, and that's where that's where he's been able to get out of trouble a couple times on the edge of the match. So we'll see what happens here as we head into this last period, or this last minute and a half of this match. The Luplak Conference Wrestling Tournament here on KKPR-FM. Carney Raveno-Ord and the World Wide Web, NewsChannelNebraska.com. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, and our Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you the action while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. For heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. A restart again. We're in the third period. We're neutral. It's Pesota of Ravenna, six. Rice of Ord, five. Yeah, Pesota's done a nice job with this pass by and getting into his arm drag. That's been giving him position on that, giving him position for that single leg to get in there. Now Rice has the head again, trying to bring him down to the mat. <clears throat> Got an underhook on the left side, but Pesota's able to get himself back out and square it up. Tell you what, it doesn't look like it, but there's a Uh-oh. lot of action taking place out here between these two. Now, Rice slips off of his headlock. Ray's got Pesota on his rear end now. He can drive across to get the takedown. He's got him in, got him in bounds, and Pesota's trying to reach back here, trying to take him back. And we got 
Who's got one? Pesota with Pesota the two. gets the takedown. I couldn't see through the scorer's clock. Got an 8-5 match with 30 seconds left in it. Rice is trying to come back out and drive across here. Got both legs. He can drive through. He's got to drive through and take him to his back. Gonna have to pick this up hard. 15. Pick it up hard. He might get the reversal here. He's got the reversal. He's in a Peterson situation here. Now he's gonna nope, doesn't have the Peterson yet. He's gonna get out. Pesota's gonna get himself out of bounds here again with five seconds left. <clears throat> and a restart with three. And Pesota's gonna hang on. Yeah. Regardless of what happens here, he should win this match because it's pretty hard to score four points in three seconds. Well, he was close to that Peterson yep. position on the, if he could have gotten the arm, he'd have had the Peterson, he'd had a two reversal in his back points, but he didn't get it. And that's where we're at. And that'll be it. And what a match to end the 2023 Luplak Conference Championships. Thomas Pesota of Ravenna knocking <clears throat> off Class C number one Bridger Rice aboard. Eight to five. And because it's C and D, this would be the last time that these two yeah. would be in their yeah, career. Well, because they're both seniors. I don't yeah, think right. they face each other. No, right? no, no. We, they, Ravenna used to come up to the Ord Invite next weekend, but they've quit coming to that and, and have gone someplace else to see some other Class D teams. So, yeah, that was a great finish. That was a, tell you what, that had the crowd going at the end of there, too. He's a lot, got loud in here. That's probably as loud as I've heard this place all day. A great match between two good wrestlers out there. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see them both on the podium in Omaha here in a few weeks, and we'll see what happens from there. Hard to believe we're just, what, three weeks away from districts? Two weeks away from districts. Two weeks away from districts and three weeks away from states. So no. it's going to be here before, well, no. Three and three four. From, three and yeah. four, yeah. Three weeks from districts. And and we will have the New West Post Game Show. We'll have a coaches' interviews. We'll recap in case you missed any of the uh, final results, the team results. And uh, got to Thomas Pesota going over there and uh, got some special friends to take some pictures with at the end. And uh, he's pretty excited, as he should be. We'll be back with more in a moment. At Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platte Valley Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. 
Through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back. Yeah, that'd be good. Derry Trampy, Doug Duda with you here on uh, The Vibe 98.9. Want to talk a little uh, wrestling here and uh, give you a look at the team championships. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And taking a look at the final scores here in the Luplat Conference Championship, Centura will finish ninth with 25, Arcadia Loop City eighth with 30, Wood River 7th with 56 and a half, Donovan Trumbull 6th with 73, Gibbon 5th with 90 and a half, in 4th is Ravenna 114, Central City is 3rd with 133 and a half, the runner-up will be Ord at 145 and repeating is the champion St. Paul with 169 and a half, and Ord coach Brian Meyer going to give us a couple of minutes here whether he likes it or not. <laughs> coach, um, Heck, let's just start there with the last match. Heck of a match between Bridger Rice and Thomas Basota. And uh, Thomas is just kind of taking another gear here. I mean, that could have went either way. We had a couple of really good things on the edge of the mat. What do you think about how that heavyweight match went? You know, it's a, always a tough match with Thomas. Uh, I think it was one to nothing the first time we wrestled him. So they're both great competitors and both working toward the end goal in February. So the loss today didn't hurt Bridger at all. It'll hopefully make him work harder in the room. Four open weight classes and still able to finish second here. Uh, your overall thoughts on how the Chanticleers did here today? We didn't have the finals round that we really wanted, but you know we've got some great senior leadership. The six returning state qualifiers in the senior class, so hopefully we'll just keep building, getting better, and keep on getting in better shape for the end run. You do have three conference champions. Again, you were stacked in the upper weights. There's no more trampies and little guys uh, right now uh, that, that are uh, at the top. But uh, Ryan Gabriel, 
I mean, what do you say? A defending state champion, he comes through and takes care of a Breckner kid that's just a sophomore. Sam Betcher gets his first conference championship, and so does Hunter Meyer today. Uh, just kind of talk about those three and, and what you saw in, in their championships. Uh, starting with Hunter, uh, he's really come on the last couple years. Uh, he went to the Disney duels this past summer and really gained a lot of experience and a lot of moves that he's been using. So I'm really proud of him for coming through this year. Uh, Sam, just the workhorse, he tweaked his ankle a few weeks ago, and it's getting back underneath him, so he, he's looking good. He's wrestling smarter than he has at the beginning of the year, so that showed today in the conference championship, and Ryan's Ryan. Ryan is something else. He's so much fun to coach, so much fun to have in the room. He pushes everybody, and I just see good things. He took a loss last week, and that just made him more hungry for the rest of the season. He's battling a separated shoulder, so he's really doing really well for the shape that he's in, and he's going to keep getting better. You had a Cluthy runner-up in the boys. You had a Cluthy winner in the girls. Unfortunately, you're missing one of your top uh, female wrestlers with an injury, but uh, what about uh, on the girls' side, too? You know, Sierra really wrestled well today. She's coming on. uh, She's taken a couple losses this year that maybe she shouldn't have, but she's learning from it and making a lot better decisions on the mat, and she's wrestling extremely well right now. So I look for good things for her for the end of the year. Unfortunately, we lost a two-time state medalist in Corinne Klein. She broke her collarbone last week wrestling, returning state champion. So it's heartbreaking for her. She's had a great career, and she's one of the pioneers of ward wrestling for the girls. And, Brian, before we let you go, it's a couple of weeks until we get to that ultra-tough C4 district and get to make the trip out to Wyoming slash Mitchell. <laughs> uh, what, what's between now and then, and where do you have your team uh, getting ready for districts? Uh, we host our own meet next week. It's a good tournament. We bring in a lot of good teams. Uh, then we wrestle at Central Catholic the last week before we head to Mitchell. We just got to continue to work on polishing our moves and not making any more mental mistakes. Well, we'll see you out in Mitchell, buddy. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Brian Meyer, the head coach of the Ord Chanticleers, as they come in as the runner-up today to the St. Paul Wildcats, who are able to repeat as the champions here of the Luplatt Conference meet. And in the end, they actually kind of pull away. Uh, We were talking about it, uh, how close it was coming in. But St. Paul uh, maybe picked up one more, and Ord lost one more than uh, on paper we would have thought possibly could have happened. And, Connor, congratulations, man, uh, climbing the hill last year to get the first one. And it's always, they say, tougher to stay on top. Uh, but your kids, uh, they did it, and they did it pretty impressively. Yeah, it was a good day for us. We uh, battled in every match, and it took a team effort. We needed every single point we had. And then going into this uh, last round, we weren't sure what was going to happen, and we wrestled tough the last round. So that's new for us and exciting about the future. You have some kids that are first-time conference champions, and you got a kid like Owen Sack who had a rematch with boys and able to take care of, a, of some uh, easy, I don't want to say easy, but he, he kind of really took care of that match there and ended up getting the pin again. Just talk about a little bit about your finals. I mean, Lane Baker just couldn't get off bottom against Jace. I mean, he was your first one at 106. Just kind of break down your finalists today. Yeah, so starting with Lane Baker, um, he wrestled a tough kid, Jace Martin. He's beat us bad the first time and we're getting closer we're finally shooting we got to pull the trigger if we get off bottom that'll help us in the long run but I think it's a match that we just got to keep shooting and actually score on our takedowns because he's a big strong kid and we're we're a little undersized but we we're a tough wrestler we just got to believe in ourselves and then Derek Rizica he's a two-time conference champ now um 
he finds a way to win. I'm, I'm not saying his bracket was the toughest by any means, but he's a two-time conference champ. He finds a way. So I respect that. Uh, Caleb Baker, not much to say. We had a tough match. Tristan Burbox is stud, and we wrestled him now three times this year, and it's getting closer, but we got to make sure that we're finding takedowns. And I think the more we wrestle, the better chance we have. And we're like 0-15, so it's got to come sometime. Um, he's a zero-time conference champ, but he's been in the medal at the finals almost every year. Uh, Owen Sack, he's had boys uh, from Ord, and he has wrestled him four times this year, and we've got on the lucky end of the stick every time, and he's, he's a tough kid. It's a scary matchup every time because Boyce is a gamer. He's strong, and you just never know, but Owen, he's, a, he's as game as they come, and he's funky, strong, and athletic, and he's probably from a fan's perspective, fun to watch as a coach's perspective, hard to coach. Um, Alex Meineke, kid's a stud. That was a heck of a match, him and Cluthy. I mean, it could have went either way. And for two, sure. Two different body styles for that weight. I mean, uh, and Alex found a way to kind of get up early with a, a 5-3 first period lead. Correct. Uh, Alex has rose to the occasion every single meet. He's a freshman. Doesn't look like a freshman. He's, he's tough as nails. He's been around the block. He knows how to win. And we're finally writing, we're, we're finding ways to ride in matches and big matches. And he's tougher than he thinks he is. And then 160, um, it was a first-round match we had against um, Trent McCain from Ord, I think is his name. He beat us first round. And then in the third, fourth match, we were on our back for three-fourths of the match. And as we like to tell Bryson, our best position's on our back. And he found a way to fight <laughs> off and get score some points. Connor, what does it mean to repeat as the champions here at the Lou Platte? Um, it, it means a lot. It's it's a good step in the right direction. Obviously, I would have liked to score more points and not had it been a close tournament. But we are also uh, we're down some guys, and we are some of our JV wrestlers are stepping up and they're winning big matches. And it's good for our future because they're two young freshmen at 70 and 82, and it should be two juniors and sophomores in there. And they got hurt in football, and our freshmen are getting a lot of mat time, and it's a good experience for the long run. It's frustrating. Because we could have some some studs in our lineup, but yeah. it's wrestling. It's tough sport. So yeah, we talked about your two football injuries. One of them for sure. Out of they, none of the guys are going to be able to come back at all. Um, knock on wood. I think Ash and Mike okay. will come back. He started drilling yesterday. Granted, it was on me, so that's not saying much. <laughs> but I feel very good about where he's at right now. And to finish it out a couple of weeks, and then we're on to districts, just kind of refresh everybody's memory where you're going to be going and a little bit about your district. Yeah. So. Starting next week, we actually have a makeup duel against O'Neill, and if we do what we're supposed to do and everything lines up the way it's supposed to, we can make state duels, which is what our goal is at the moment. That's the next best thing we can get. And if that's the case, I mean, obviously we want to bring home another trophy from state duels if that happens. And if not, we go to Saturday to Boone Central, and then um, it's game time. we got to bring it. Um, we got to make sure that we're taking control. We have a kid miss weight today, which is very frustrating. It's late in the season. You should not be missing weight. So we got to make sure that we are handling stuff that you can handle outside of the wrestling room. So with district coming up, obviously we got Central City, Croft and Bloomfield in our district. It's at Central City. And those are two tough teams. They bring it every time. We've been two times we've seen Croft and Bloomfield this year. We've won or lost by two points. Um, as far as Central City, we beat them at Central City. We lost to them at Cross County. It's at their home gym. They're going to be loud and obnoxious, and we know that. They're 
they they liked wrestling. So how, how would Connor Bowling know what it's like at Central City? That's a hotel. I don't know. It's pretty fun, and that one with Croft and Bloomfield was a half point, wasn't it? So actually, I had a screw up in the score. We actually ended up losing that one, but we lost by two and a half, and then we gave them their trophy back. They earned the trophy, okay. but they got we got second that time. But it was good as a tournament for us to kind of make it feel like a dual atmosphere like every match was against Crofton in third fourth first second and it was a good experience for the kids in and Crofton Bluefield as well they stepped up we stepped up and we left feeling like we won because we finally won some matches in the final round just like today versus going 0 for 10 like we've done in the past so it's good to finish the tournament with wins all right Connor Bowling we'll let you go accept the championship Sounds trophy good. with your kids good luck we'll see you at state Sounds good to see you. Maybe state duels as well, hopefully, for the St. Paul Wildcats as they finish off here as the tournament champions. And we will take a break and be back and uh, give you the final medalists in case you missed any of the top four places. Stay with us. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... He seems was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. Consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery, eClipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, and Caro, and everywhere in between. We give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows, you might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people. Again, the NFL football playoffs after the Aquinas Carney Catholic basketball games on ESPN Tri-Cities. Uh, the Chiefs currently have the first game of the day against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have scored first. It's 7-0 Chiefs, 6.5 to go uh, in the first quarter, but the Jags are in the red zone, and we'll have that in the remaining three NFL games on ESPN Tri-Cities. Let's go ahead, uh, along with Derry Trappy, Doug Duda here, and run down the uh, final results, maybe have a couple of comments on uh, some of the certain matches uh, of today and here are the results starting at 106 pounds third place Dalton Lovejoy of Central City over Christopher Allen of Arcadia Loop City six to nothing in the championship Jace Martin of Wood River a four nothing win over Lane Baker of St. Paul Dane Ruziska of St. Paul won the 113-pound title, 5-3 over Dylan Lovejoy of Central City in the consolation. Hayden Smith of Donovan Trumbull pins Jet Trejo of Wood River in 237. At 120 in the consolation match, Christian Lemberg of St. Paul gets the pin over Clay Adams 
of Ravenna in 201. And then in the championship, the freshman Parker Zickman of Central City with maybe the most interesting match of the day, a one nothing win over Zach Berkey, who was a conference champion last year from Donovan Trouble. He got an escape with about seven seconds to go in the match, and that was the only point. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, was, it was an interesting escape call on that. I mean, I, it was one of those hesitant calls. You know, I, I, I'm not going to say whether the official's right or wrong. I don't know if I would have awarded the escape there or not. I think it was, it was close enough. He had the arm around it yet. He hadn't really broken clear and, and faced him yet. But, I, again, the official made the call on that, uh, just made it a little bit close to the edge there. I think that, that was a tough call for a for, uh, kid from Donovan Trumbull in that situation. If he doesn't, that thing might have went the distance. Yeah, it, it might have went. We might have went to the ultimate tiebreaker at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was weird. We had four minutes of uh, on-their-feet wrestling in the first and second because the choice in the second was neutral, and nobody was able to get a takedown. 126 pounds. Our consolation match went to Deegan Elton of Central City pinning Nathan Cook of Wood River uh, in 133. And then the championship, Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna is able to get a 4-3 win over uh, David Molina with a third period reversal there of Gibbon. Molina had done the same thing in the second, had gotten the reversal to take the lead. And that was a good match. That was a really good match to watch. There's, you know, It was a 4-3 match, but there's an awful lot of action that took place throughout the entire match with both guys you know, covering each other's moves basically all the way through it. So it was a good, exciting match to watch and a nice, tight match all the way through. So uh, good one to have. 132 pounds, third place, Grady Rasmussen of Ravenna, a 5-4 win over Chase Groff of Donovan Trumbull, and then Tristan Burbach, just a machine, as we were talking about with Coach Bowling. He takes the title, the undefeated uh, wrestler from Central City, now 31-0 with a 4-0 win over Caleb Baker of St. Paul. At 138, Caden Reeves of Arcadia Loop City takes third over Josiah Lopez of St. Paul in a pin at 154. Zayden Delgado of Donovan Trumbull gets Carter Jasnock of Ravenna by a score of 5-4. to four. And Again, th- was he was one of only two number ones not to win today. Yeah, that, and that, I, that, I know that sounds bad, but we had a lot of competitive matches. A lot of competitive matches in the process, and, and Delgado wrestled a really good match. I was impressed with the young man, the way he wrestled that match and the way he continued to keep battling because he scored late to win that match. Yeah, just a sophomore. 145, it was Caden Larson of Ravenna pinning Trey Smith of Gibbon to take third in 118, and then Owen Sack of St. Paul in a rematch of last year's 145-pound final beats Brendan Boyce of Ord in 245. At 152, Morgan Treffer of Ravenna takes third by pinning Rogelio Hernandez of Gibbon in 212, and then Alex Meineke outlasts Hayden Cluthy. St. Paul over Ord in the final, 10 to 7. At 160, Bryson Thompson of St. Paul pins Trent McCain of Ord, 155. But McCain was up 8 to 2, and and yeah. Coach uh, Bowling just talked about that one too. Yeah, that they, you know earlier in the day they'd wrestled and it was kind of same kind of match. It was just back and forth and back and forth, and then McCain had built a fairly large lead. But uh, the uh, St. Paul kid can't remember his name, but I tell you what, he really bridged hard off of his back to come out of a bad situation, get himself bridged all the way through, comes out on top, and then is able to get in good pinning position and finish with the pin. That was a big win for St. Paul at that point. Bryson Thompson getting third of the, the win at 160. Bryce Coons of Central City pins Quentin Morris of Centura, 427. 170. Creighton Rockefeller was upset by Brian Flores in the first match of the day. He comes back and beats Flores for third at a pin in 250. And Hunter Meyer of Ward pins Sam King of Ravenna in 317 to take the title. At 182, Akia Edrin of Wood River gets a walkover over Xander Marvichka of St. Paul to take third. And then Robin Colbert of Gibbon 
pins Evan Thompson of Ord in 53 seconds for the championship at 182. But that was not the fastest pin of the day. Ryan Gabriel, defending conference, defending state champ, pins the youngster Tyson Breckner of Donovan Trumbull. He'll have his days. I'm going to tell you yeah. what. Breckner's yeah. going to have his days. Yeah, Don't worry he's about a it. Physical, he's a physical young man. And for a sophomore, he's pretty well put together. Yeah, 25-7, and seven, but uh, Gabriel wins it in 34 seconds. Aiden Middlesworth of Gibbon took third over Trey Urban of Central City, 7-4. to four. At 220, Sam Betcher of Ord, another Ord champion. Clear wins it at 220 this year. A 5-0 decision over Riley Levine of Central City. Third place went to Jack Castle of St. Paul over Jose Ramirez Aguilar of Gibbon, 7-4. And finally at heavyweight, Quade Peterson, the defending state champion, uh, I think was third last year as well here. Yeah, he he wins by a pin. Gavin Whitefoot Centura in 48 seconds. And then Thomas Basota of Ravenna is able to take an 8-5 win over Bridger Rice of Ord in the heavyweight championship in a rematch of last year which Rice won over Pasola. Yeah, and, that, and that was that was an exciting match all the way through. I mean there was some close moments in there for both guys. You know, I, I think Rice had a chance in the second period to maybe pick up a pin and didn't get ran out of time basically at the end of that period, you know, kept him from getting back points or anything and then uh, Pasota getting the late takedown in a scramble situation where both guys moved really really well. It was a very well wrestled match between heavyweights, a lot of action, fun match to watch. Well, that uh, brings us to an uh, end last year, by the way. Uh, Rice got the pin in the five-minute mark uh, over Pesota, and it could have been that way here today. And uh, Pesota picks up the win, so congratulations there. We've got district wrestling coming up in a few weeks. We're going to keep our eye on what's going on at the state duels in Kearney in a couple of weeks as well as there's still qualification for that open. And then, of course, we'll be on our way to Omaha uh, for the state wrestling championships. And, uh, Derry, as always, thanks for the time. And, Yep. Uh, we'll we'll see you in Mitchell. Yes, yeah, a little bit of a trip to get out there, go a long ways to see each other again. And Doug, uh, thanks for letting me be on here again, Dan. I do want to congratulate you too as well. I understand you got a nice award this year, the Sports Broadcaster of the Year for Nebraska. I think that's well deserved and probably overdue. You've done a fantastic job. Appreciate everything you do for the Lou Platt Conference and what you do for the sport of wrestling as well. I know even in your old days when you worked back up in Orange, you did a lot of things for our wrestling program that helped us build, and I really appreciate everything you do for the sport. Well, if it's on the front page of the quiz, it must have happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you find these things out. Got to go over to the pump and pantry and read the quiz because I'm too cheap to buy it. <laughs> well, and thanks to everybody from the alma mater and, again, to all the folks out there that have sent their congratulations. That's that's probably the coolest thing about winning the award. Very proud to win the award, but getting to hear from so many people and touch base and kind of relive some of the things that we've done over yeah. all these years. Yeah. And, the, and the next one will be going to Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. It's been, like I said, with probably 20-some, 25, 30 years we've been talking to each other at wrestling yeah. and stuff. And to get one more chance to go to Mitchell and see what we can do out there. It should be an interesting t- uh, tournament. That is a really strong district out there again with Broken Bow coming back down into Class C and coming out in that district. That that definitely made that a much tougher call this year. Of course, kind of six and one, half a dozen the other. O'Neill went up to Class B and took their spot, and Broken Bow came down to Class C and took their spots. They've just basically traded spots. So very competitive district out there. All right, Derry, we'll see you soon. Go enjoy some basketball. Oh, you betcha. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Derry Trampy with us here, and that's going to wrap things up on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, a big thank you to Jeff Montgomery and all the coaches for their uh, hospitality and assistance in bringing you today's high school wrestling. Again, your 14 champions, and they went all over the place. Jace Martin, Wood River, 
Derek Rosiska, St. Paul. Parker Zickman, Central City. Garrett Wiedemeyer, Ravenna. Tristan Burbach, Central City. Zayden Delgado, Donovan Trumbull. Owen Sachs, St. Paul. Alex Meineke, St. Paul. Bryce Kuhn, Central City. Hunter Meyer, Ryan Gabriel, and Sam Betcher of Ord. Roman Colbert of Gibbon and Thomas Basota of Ravenna. Our next high school sports action is Monday, the beginning of the Centennial Conference Tournament. The Kearney Catholic girls will host Concordia of Omaha at 5.30, while the Kearney Catholic boys will be at St. Cecilia at 6 on ESPN. Tri-Cities, by the way, the Centennial Conference Wrestling Tournament was going on today, and I do have the results for that uh, for you as well. Uh, Aquinas, obviously, number one in D, going to go on and, and win that 249.5 points at last check. Bishop Newman will be second, Lincoln Christian third, and Archbishop Bergen in fourth in that Centennial Conference Tournament. Have a great rest of your weekend. When you want the very best, go see Trotter. Where you'll always get more for your dollar. We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door. That's what we're here for. Go see Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska. Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends. Go see Trotter. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this 98.9 The Vibe High School Sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, go to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to 98.9 The Vibe.